All right, yo. Welcome to the Romy Rome Show. Coming from you live out of Cincinnati, Ohio. We're going to get this show started. We're going to get this cracking, man. I'm out here representing for the single black fathers across America, man. And the struggle that we had to take every single day, man. Just to keep our head above the water, man. So, we're not going to be one dimensional. We're going to cover all around the board with this segment, man. We're going to... Uh, we're going to introduce a whole bunch of OGs, a whole bunch of people that I respect in the game, people that has been came, coming around from a long ways, man. And we really don't get the props that we really deserve. I mean, I understand that the black woman is the queen, the fruit of this earth. <clears throat> Excuse me for myself, y'all. But uh, like I said, I'm not going to get no too politically correct on this. Uh, we're just going to have just try to have nice segments, nice conversations around the board. And as um, long as everybody's respectful, we're we willing to open up and talk about anything. Uh, when I am biased, I will tell you guys that I'm being biased about certain things because, hey, I'm just a human being and I have certain passions about certain things. It's just like, like I said, I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio, so I love the Bengals, man, you know, even though they're a fair year of year. Uh, I would be 42 years old. This is April the 20, what is this, like the 22nd, somewhere around there, the 23rd, something like that, 2018. So I would be 42 years old this year. I've been a Bengals fan. I never lived anywhere outside of Cincinnati, Ohio. So I've been a Bengals fan all my life. Uh, when I was born, I didn't see the first time they made it to the Super Bowl. The second time they made it to the Super Bowl in 1988, somewhere around there, I was still just a kid. I wasn't into the sport and know the facts like I do, but every year I still root for them. And then it got to the point where it's like, all right, I know they're going to lose, but I still root for them. Just like another thing that we're going to talk about heavy on this podcast is uh, boxing. I'm a big, big, big boxing fan. Boxing is my number one sport before I uh, choose basketball football baseball i absolutely really don't like baseball at all i would prefer to watch soccer maybe even some bowling or track and field especially especially indoor volleyball but there's a lot of other sports that i would rather watch over baseball i would maybe even learn hockey before i would watch baseball but boxing is a big 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 thing to me so this past weekend was a, a Adrian Bronner fight. Every most people know that he's from Cincinnati, Ohio. I don't know the guy. I don't really know anybody that personally knows him. But I'm being a big boxing fan, and I'm from the hood. Well, regardless, um, boxing is just a Cincinnati thing. So when I first learned about Adrian Bronner, of course, uh, I was in prison. I've made my mistakes in life, but hey, we'll get to that down the line. But I was just trying to tell these guys, like, hey, uh, dude hasn't really never been tested. And this is like 2011, 2012, somewhere around there. And I was just saying, dude has never been tested. And so it was a lot of people maybe from his neighborhood or probably maybe knew a little bit more about boxing. I never boxed. I just was been a fan of boxing. 
You know, I'm not saying like I'm the big bad guy or whatever. I didn't have a lot of street fights, but I've had enough street fights and been in bar fights and unknown fights come around that corner. And it's just, hey, what you going to do? I ain't never ran. So but I'm pretty good with the ones and twos. I can protect myself and my house. But regardless, though, but maybe some guys that know a little bit more about boxing than me or whatever to the sport. And they were big fans of his or how it went. And I was just trying to tell these guys, like, hey, he has never been tested, never been tested. And I forget who was this test around that time. Maybe Polly Modernize. Yeah, he's well respected uh, regardless of what. But uh, then I come home and, you know, when you come home from the from prison, you just have mass options now compared to the limited options the last couple of calendars you've been away. And I, I kind of got away from the sport, kind of got away from a little bit of things. But we're going to also talk about that here in this podcast. I like to try to tell people that you can learn a lot from a dummy. So I can't I don't know, you know, um, certain laws or whatever though like but that's that's a term that i like to mimic because i failed a lot so i can tell you what not to do so that's one thing that i'm going to push on this channel but you know come home from prison and we and, and just get away from boxing and get away from a whole bunch of other little things and then when i finally get settled down and 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 try to get everything get get a grasp back a hold to everything he's this big star this big celebrity in in the boxing world at least and just was breaking him down and just being like i said from cincinnati one thing i am is loyal um like i said i'll be 42 years old this year so these new guys and this new era of hip-hop whatever there's no loyalty there's no moral there's little respect i mean the 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 things that your grandma would have kicked your ass off of people just it's just going for the hype but uh to make a long story short i kind of got away from the guy because of some of his out of the ring antics but being a man and still like i said being loyal i kind of rooted for him like i said this is like the Bengals. It's like, you know they're going to lose, but you still root for them. It's like I heard somebody say, my heart with you, but my pocket not with you. I probably, I'm not a gambler because I, I, I've been in the streets, man. So i just never been a gambler. So I gambled to get my money. It didn't make the sense to gamble that money. But that's, that's here nor there. I probably would never bet with AB. I don't know. I don't know, but... uh. You know, nothing major anyway. You know, I bet a couple of homies around the hood, you know, 10, 20, 30, 150, whatever. But it will, I would never put anything big on them. But uh, that's just some little things, you know, that we're going to talk about, you know, uh, being older, trying to get this health, wealth, love and relationships down packed. I have one son, two daughters. So just trying to keep my son away from prison and not having to do the things that I lived up to. And I know that there's plenty of the men in America and they're trying to live up to certain standards and certain hypes. And, and this, those are just some of the things that we're going to talk about. So like I said, once again, this is your boy, Romy Rome, man. So we're going to get this all together, man. So everybody stay tuned and fuck with your boy. All right, yo. Welcome to the Romy Rome Show, coming from you live out of Cincinnati, Ohio. We're going to get this show started. We're going to get this cracking, man. 
America represent for the single black fathers across America, man. And the struggle that we had to take every single day, man, just to keep our head above the water, man. So we're not going to be one dimensional. We're going to cover all around the board with this segment, man. We're going to... Uh, we're going to introduce a whole bunch of OGs, a whole bunch of people that I respect in the game, people that has been came, coming around from a long ways, man. And we really don't get the props that we really deserve. I mean, I understand that the black woman is the queen, the fruit of this earth. <clears throat> Excuse me for myself, y'all. But uh, like I said, I'm not going to get no too politically correct on this. Uh, we're just going to have just try to have nice segments, nice conversations around the board. And as um, long as everybody's respectful, we, we're willing to open up and talk about anything. Uh, when I am biased, I will tell you guys that I'm being biased about certain things because, hey, I'm just a human being and I have certain passions about certain things. It's just like, like I said, I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio, so I love the Bengals, man, you know, even though they're a fair year of year. Uh, I would be 42 years old. This is April the 20, what is this, like the 22nd, somewhere around there, the 23rd, something like that, 2018. So I would be 42 years old this year. I've been a Bengals fan. I never lived anywhere outside of Cincinnati, Ohio. So I've been a Bengals fan all my life. Uh, when I was born, I didn't see the first time they made it to the Super Bowl. The second time they made it to the Super Bowl in 1988, somewhere around there, I was still just a kid. I wasn't into the sport and know the facts like I do, but every year I still root for them. And then it got to the point where it's like, all right, I know they're going to lose, but I still root for them. Just like another thing that we're going to talk about heavy on this podcast is uh, boxing. I'm a big, big, big boxing fan. Boxing is my number one sport before I... Uh, choose basketball football baseball i absolutely really don't like baseball at all i would prefer to watch soccer maybe even some bowling or track and field especially especially indoor volleyball but there's a lot of other sports that i would rather watch over baseball i would maybe even learn hockey before i would watch baseball but boxing is a big 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 thing to me so this past weekend was a, a Adrian Bronner fight. Every most people know that he's from Cincinnati, Ohio. I don't know the guy. I don't really know anybody that personally knows him. But I'm being a big boxing fan, and I'm from the hood. Well, regardless, um, boxing is just a Cincinnati thing. So when I first learned about Adrian Bronner, of course, uh, I was in prison. I've made my mistakes in life, but hey, we'll get to that down the line. But I was just trying to tell these guys, like, hey, uh, dude hasn't really never been tested. And this is like 2011, 2012, somewhere around there. And I was just saying, dude has never been tested. And so it was a lot of people maybe from his neighborhood or probably maybe knew a little bit more about boxing. I never boxed. I just was been a fan of boxing. You know, I'm not saying like I'm the big bad guy or whatever. I didn't have... A lot of street fights, but I've had enough street fights and been in bar fights and unknown fights come around that corner. And it's just, hey, what you going to do? I ain't never ran. So but I'm pretty good with the ones and twos. I can protect myself and my house. But regardless, though, but maybe some guys that know a little bit more about boxing than me or whatever to the sport. And they were big fans of his. 
or how it went. And I was just trying to tell these guys, like, hey, he has never been tested, never been tested. And I forget who was this test around that time. Maybe Polly Malinaj. Yeah, he's well respected uh, regardless of what. But uh, then I come home and, you know, when you come home from the from prison, you just have mass options now compared to the limited options the last couple of calendars you've been away. And I, I kind of got away from the sport, kind of got away from a little bit of things. But we're going to also talk about that here in this podcast. I like to try to tell people that you can learn a lot from a dummy. So I can't I don't know, you know, um, certain laws or whatever, though, like but that's that's a term that I like to mimic because I failed a lot. So I can tell you what not to do. So that's one thing that I'm going to push on this channel. But, you know, come home from prison and we and, and just get away from boxing and get away from a whole bunch of other little things. And then when I finally get settled down and 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 try to get everything, get get a grasp back a hold to everything. He's this big star, this big celebrity in, in the boxing world, at least. And just was breaking him down and just. Being, like I said, from Cincinnati, one thing I am is loyal. Um, like I said, I'll be 42 years old this year. So these new guys and this new era of hip-hop, whatever, there's no loyalty. There's no moral. There's little respect. I mean, the, the, the things that your grandma would have kicked your ass off of, people just is just going for the hype. But uh, to make a long story short, I kind of get away from the guy because of some of his out-of-the-ring antics. But being a man and still, like I said, being loyal, I kind of rooted for him. Like I said, this is like the Bengals. It's like you know they're going to lose, but you still root for them. It's like I heard somebody say, my heart with you, but my pocket not with you. I probably – I'm not a gambler because I – I, I've been in the streets, man, so i just never been a gambler. So I gambled to get my money. It didn't make the sense to gamble that money. But that's, that's here nor there. I probably would never bet with A.B. I don't know. I don't know, but, uh, you know, nothing major anyway. You know, I bet a couple of homies around the hood, you know, 10, 20, 30, 150, whatever. But it would, I would never put anything big on them. But, uh. That's just some little things, you know, that we're going to talk about, you know, uh, being older, trying to get this health, wealth, love and relationships down pat. I have one son, two daughters. So just trying to keep my son away from prison and not having to do the things that I lived up to. And I know that there's plenty of the men in America and they're trying to live up to certain standards and certain hypes. And, and this, those are just some of the things that we're going to talk about. So like I said, once again, this is your boy, Romy Rome, man. So we going to get this all together, man. So everybody stay tuned and fuck with your boy. All right, yo. Welcome to the Romy Rome Show. Coming from you live out of Cincinnati, Ohio. We going to get this show started. We going to get this cracking, man. I'm out here representing for the single black fathers across America, man. And the struggle that we had to take every single day, man, just to keep our head above the water, man. So we're not going to be one-dimensional. We're going to cover all around the board with this segment, man. We're going to uh, 
we're going to introduce a whole bunch of OGs, a whole bunch of people that I respect in the game, people that has been came, coming around from a long ways, man. And we really don't get the props that we really deserve. I mean, I understand that the black woman is the queen, the fruit of this earth. <clears throat> Excuse me for myself, y'all. But uh, like I said, I'm not going to get no too politically correct on this. Uh, we're just going to have just try to have nice segments, nice conversations around the board. And as um, long as everybody's respectful, we're we willing to open up and talk about anything. Uh, when I am biased, I will tell you guys that I'm being biased about certain things because, hey, I'm just a human being and I have certain passions about certain things. It's just like, like I said, I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio, so. I love the Bengals, man, you know, even though they are fair year of year. Uh, I would be 42 years old. This is April the 20, what is this, like the 22nd, somewhere around there, the 23rd, something like that, 2018. So I would be 42 years old this year. I've been a Bengals fan. I never lived anywhere outside of Cincinnati, Ohio. So I've been a Bengals fan all my life. Uh when I was born, I didn't see the first time they made it to the Super Bowl. The second time they made it to the Super Bowl in 1988, somewhere around there, I was still just a kid. I wasn't into the sport and know the facts like I do, but every year I still root for them. And then it got to the point where it's like, all right, I know they're going to lose, but I still root for them. Just like another thing that we're going to talk about heavy on this podcast is uh, boxing. I'm a big, big, big boxing fan. Boxing is my number one sport. Before I uh, choose basketball, football, baseball, I absolutely really don't like baseball at all. I would prefer to watch soccer, maybe even some bowling or track and field, especially especially indoor volleyball. But there's a lot of other sports that I would rather watch over baseball. I would maybe even learn hockey before I would watch baseball. But boxing is a big, big, big thing to me. So this past weekend was a, a Adrian Bronner fight. Every most people know that he's from Cincinnati, Ohio. I don't know the guy. Don't really know anybody that personally knows him. But I'm being a big boxing fan, and I'm from the hood. Well, regardless, um, boxing is just a Cincinnati thing. So when I first learned about Adrian Bronner, of course, uh, I was in prison. I've made my mistakes in life, but hey, we'll get to that down the line. But I was just trying to tell these guys, like, hey, uh, dude hasn't really never been tested. And this is like 2011, 2012, somewhere around there. And I was just saying, dude has never been tested. And so it was a lot of people maybe from his neighborhood or probably maybe knew a little bit more about boxing. I never boxed. I just was been a fan of boxing. You know, I'm not saying like I'm the big bad guy or whatever. I didn't have... A lot of street fights, but I've had enough street fights and been in bar fights and unknown fights come around that corner. And it's just, hey, what you going to do? I ain't never ran. So but I'm pretty good with the ones and twos. I can protect myself and my house. But regardless, though, but maybe some guys that know a little bit more about boxing than me or whatever to the sport. And they were big fans of his or how it went, and I was just trying to tell these guys, like, hey, he has never been tested, never been tested. And I forget who was this test around that time. Maybe Polly Malinaj. Yeah, he's well-respected, uh, regardless of what. But uh, then I come home, and, 
you know, when you come out from the from prison and you just have mass options now compared to the limited options the last couple of calendars you've been away. And I, I kind of got away from the sport, kind of got away from a little bit of things. But we're going to also talk about that here in this podcast. I like to try to tell people that you can learn a lot from a dummy. So I can't, I don't know, you know, um, certain laws or whatever though. Like, But th- that's that's a term that I like to mimic because I failed a lot. So I can tell you what not to do. So that's one thing that I'm going to push on this channel. But, you know, come home from prison and we and, and just get away from boxing and get away from a whole bunch of other little things. And then when I finally get settled down and 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 try to get everything, get get a grasp back a hold to everything. He's this big star, this big celebrity in, in the boxing world, at least. And just was breaking him down and just. Being, like I said, from Cincinnati, one thing I am is loyal. Um, like I said, I'll be 42 years old this year. So these new guys and this new era of hip-hop, whatever, there's no loyalty. There's no moral. There's little respect. I mean, the the, the things that your grandma would have kicked your ass off of, people just is just going for the hype. But uh, to make a long story short, I kind of get away from the guy because of some of his out-of-the-ring antics. But being a man and still, like I said, being loyal, I kind of rooted for him. Like I said, this is like the Bengals. It's like you know they're going to lose, but you still root for them. It's like I heard somebody say, my heart with you, but my pocket not with you. I probably – I'm not a gambler because I – I, I've been in the streets, man, so I've just never been a gambler. So I gambled to get my money. It didn't make the sense to gamble that money. But that's that's here nor there. I probably would never bet with A.B. I don't know. I don't know, but, uh, you know, nothing major anyway. You know, I bet a couple of homies around the hood, you know, 10, 20, 30, 150, whatever. But it would, I would never put anything big on them. But, uh. That's just some little things, you know, that we're going to talk about, you know, uh, being older, trying to get this health, wealth, love and relationships down packed. I have one son, two daughters. So just trying to keep my son away from prison and not having to do the things that I lived up to. And I know that there's plenty of other men in America and they're trying to live up to certain standards and certain hypes. And, and this, those are just some of the things that we're going to talk about. So like I said, once again, this is your boy, Romy Rome, man. So we going to get this all together, man. So everybody stay tuned and fuck with your boy. All right, all right, my family trees, what's going on? It's your boy, Romy Rome. Welcome back to Single Black Dad, man. I hope everybody had a good 4th of July. You know, me personally, I enjoyed myself. Ate a lot, drunk a lot. Got that California up there, real heavy. So, that's just how we do it, you know. But as long as the kids was happy, that was my main goal, you know. You know, that's that's all I be worried about because we going to celebrate a party either way it go. It's not so much of the holiday because I really don't, I'm really not into no holidays. But like I said, as long as the kids was happy. But what's up, me and the fellas were sitting around. And uh, I decided, I said, I want to I wanna talk about this a little further. So, in my opinion, I believe that 
And it's just to a certain extent. I'm not saying just so strictly, though, but I believe that these parents should stop being friends with their kids and just be friendly. Okay, so to try to explain myself a little better, um, I was in a serious relationship, and you know, the girl she had kids, but I know the guy and all that. But by me being in how serious we were, you know, I viewed her kids as mine and I treated them as such. You know, so her kids, you know, they had some little issues at school, and I would try to help them out as much as I could. And you know, I would always bring it to her attention, like, hey, you need to try this and do that, or take this and take that, stop giving them so much privileges. And it was just, she never got it. She, she continued to be friends with her kids, and they continued to <laughs> fail. She would come, they would come home with bad grades, and she would just look at them and, it's okay, just try it better. But you was putting in all this effort, showing them how to work Facebook and showing them the latest dances and all that stuff. And, and that just really tripped me out. And I'm just trying to tell her, like, you're contributing to your kids' downfall. You know, stop being friends with them. Uh, they don't see no consequence coming from, from you. So they can just do whatever they want. And you won't do anything about it. And by the time you look up, they're going to be 18, 21. 25, they're not going to have no type of education. You're not helping them. Another thing that I was really, that, that I don't even know how this came in my head though, but it's like all these females nowadays right now, when their kids have birthdays now, they are going over the top. I mean, I'm talking about 12-year-old, 13-year-old, 14-year-old. They're spending $1,000, $500, hotel party. I mean... When do little girls start having hotel parties? Like, it, 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 it shocks the hell out of me. But my point, is that's, for one, that's stupid. But my point is these same parents that spend all this money on these hotels, pool parties, all these outfits, all of this stuff, they don't spend no money on their kids' education. I mean, you don't, you don't contribute to a tutor, no after school program, you barely getting them some good school supplies. Other than that little first little run that you do at the beginning of the school year when you get them some book bags and calculators and stuff, that'd be that be the end of it. All these parents right now, they just helping their kids look good. You know what I'm saying? And it's just crazy. One time, uh, another thing is like these this the same the same female friend of mine we were riding in a car and it just it shocked me that the little girl you already fell in in school so when the song come on the radio you like oh that's my cut cut that up mama and mama cut it up I would have reached back and choked slammed that child like you don't know none of your schoolwork, but you know all of these songs on the radio I like make that make sense but you contributed to it by cutting the music up. You're giving your kids that way. Like I said, stop being friends with them. Be a parent. At some point of the day, you have to be a parent. You have to be a parent, man. And I just don't understand what I mean. Maybe it's just from me and my old school ways. But I'm glad my mom used to kick my ass and smack me around. Like, I used to be terrified of my mama. Do any of y'all remember the movie New Jersey Drive? I, I, you know, they was up in New Jersey stealing cars and, and there was a police task force that was trying to catch them and they was shooting them or locking them up. But the one little guy, uh, he got shot by the police and he, he they, they ran home 
And his partner was like, man, you gotta, you gotta go to the hospital. And little dude said, man, my mama gonna kill me. Like, you feel me? Like, this motherfucker was more afraid of his mama than his own life. Then he got a bullet lodged. He probably got like shot in the leg or something, but he still could have died. But he was more scared of his mama than he was of that bullet. I mean, and, and that's how I grew up. These parents, like, nowadays, they are not like that. They are friends to their kids, and then they wonder why when their kids get grown enough to check them, they checking on them. They, now they scared of the kids. Oh, I got to do this. Oh, I got to. And, and they, they going asshole backwards. Kids not even runaways no more. They just stay at home. Just don't go. Just, fuck you, mama. That's what I've got to do. Fire that train, bitch. Like, what the f- This it is crazy out here, man. Another thing. These parents, you was all on your, your kids' Facebook, you all on their Instagram, you all on their Snapchat, but you ain't never in that book bag. I mean, like, you can check their Facebook page, but you can't check their homework. I, mean, I don't get it. Like, what is going on in this society, man? That's why I be so hard on my kids, man. And, and listen, I am not the best parent. I... I don't have the best tactics. I'm not saying that I'm 100% correct in my ways, but I see too much of this friendly parenting than I do see of strict parenting. And I'm not saying don't be friends with your kids. That's not exactly what I'm saying. Because I play with my kids all the time. We have all the fun, you know. But when it comes time to be a parent, I be a parent. When it comes time to play, I play with my kids. You know, it was one thing. It's, it's Everybody knows that I'm a lover of quotes. I, I just, I just love quotes, and I'm about to kill this quote because I'm, I didn't write this one down. I heard it and it stuck out of my head. But it was something to the significance of: don't buy them the things that you never had. Teach them the things that you never knew. And when I heard that, I was like, boom! It was like that was the drop the mic moment for me because it was like, okay, yeah, of course. You know, like, I grew up in poverty. I didn't have nothing. So when I was able to start making a couple of dollars for myself, yeah, I wanted to look good and feel good, feel blend in with the, with the inner crowd or however that went. You know what I'm saying? But realizing that ain't what's up because the girl going to go with you either way or not. It don't matter what you got on. It doesn't matter about you. You know what I'm saying? My personality, I have character. You know what I'm saying? I'm a very charming person. I'm silly as hell. You know what I'm saying? So it didn't ever really matter about whether you got on some Jordans or you got on some Pumas. They gonna go either way it go. Now there's not nothing wrong with looking nice, but you don't have to be having the best of the best all the time. So but so when I had my daughter now, man, I told I had my daughter at 16, 17 years old. So I was still a little kid and I had a couple dollars at that time. So of course she was getting every single thing came out. The Pelly Pales, the Jordans, every all the all the latest things my daughter had it. And now mind you, I didn't have what she was my only child for eleven years before I had my second daughter. So man, I probably messed her up because she's so spoiled right now that like all she wants is the latest fashion and this and that, this and that. You know what I'm saying? But now my two little kids, they they get it, they get it all. But but they get it limitedly. And they also have to earn it. Now I don't really have to. I don't really have to worry about them because they do very good in school. So 
I mean, I still I still stress that issue and let them know that hey, you got to earn it, but they they doing their job. But I but what that what makes so much sense to me, like like I said, from my oldest to my youngest is eleven years. I bought my oldest daughter more, but I'm teaching my youngest daughter more. Now my oldest daughter about her being grown and we can sit down and really have real conversation. Now we didn't blend it all that in, but it's just the difference of my parenting is what I'm saying. It was the big difference from that eleven year gap that I learned from buying everything to knowing I gotta teach you everything. You know, and, and that just stuck out to me. And I just wanna say though, man, all I want us to do is just come together because if you could teach your kids some more things at home that they have to learn in the streets, there's less trouble and problematic things that we have to deal with. Too many parents are letting the streets teach their kids now because most of them were still young and they're still running around trying to do them anyway. So now you got all these kids going out here and they having kids at young ages and now these little guys are sticking their chests out and, and now you got the drugs and guns and this violence it's just a big ball of mess it's just a big ball of mess and everything can start at home man everybody wants to say you got to get with the times and this in this new ways and man fuck that teach your kids at home man that way they don't got to come in the streets and and, and bump heads man we got to start at home y'all that's all man that's y'all boy Romy Rome. i just went on a little rant man but i just want everybody to know that i love each and every last one of y'all man hate comment subscribe whatever though man y'all took y'all time to listen to y'all boy and i'm just saying this with passion in my heart because we can do better as a people and we can do better as parents and parents need to just stop being friends with their kids when it's time to be a parent you have to be a parent man it, it, it ain't no oh i don't know what to do and i kick their motherfucking ass you worried about going to what you gonna do? A day in jail and the judge gonna agree with you? Or you put so what? You gonna save your child? But you so worried because you don't want to go to jail, man? Get y'all weak asses out of here, man! And I don't mean to cuss, but I do mean to cuss because some of y'all need to hear some real shit. Quit being fucking friends with your kids and teach them something so they quit going outside and being hooligans and thoughts. Poor self, though, y'all. But this y'all boy run around single black dad, man. I love y'all.